Well, hey, friends, and welcome to episode two of what we're calling the COVID Chronicles. The COVID Chronicles are a mini-series of short interview episodes with faith-filled gals that are bringing a different perspective to this COVID-19 pandemic. Today, we will be hearing from my hilarious and bold friend, Kelly Hannes. Kelly has been a teacher for 24 years, and she is also a wife and a mom of three. Kelly lives life loud, and everything she does is done in joy. She will be discussing how she's leading her students and her family through this crisis from a no-fear standpoint. As you listen to the hearts of these gals, I pray that you find encouragement where you might have had doubts, faith where you might have had fear, and a new boldness to walk right through the midst of this global crisis with a new strength for you, your family, your friends, and your neighbors. Let's all carry the name of Christian with a new and fresh authority. Y'all ready? Let's go. Hey girl, welcome to this week's episode of Get Up Girl, a podcast inspired by women of all cultures and backgrounds who have been toe-to-toe in the ring of discouragement, disappointment, defeat, and how they got back up to fight. Each episode, we'll be discussing, well, all the things, marriage, business, parenting, racial divides, grief, loss, and everything in between. We believe that you will be encouraged by these women through their stories. So come on, girl, it's time to get up. Well, hey, Kelly, how's it going? Hey, Leanne, I'm good. Everything's good. Yes, I am. (laughs) Learning how to um, do my job virtually, which is very different from sitting in front of a lot of children. Yeah, I know. Okay, so... um, Okay, go ahead and introduce yourself so people know people know who they're talking to, or who they're talking to, who they're, who I'm talking to, and who they're listening to. <laughs> okay, well, my name is Kelly Hannes, and I am married to Alan Hannes. We have three children. We have Angel, who is at Kenneth Copeland Bible College, and we have a 14 year old named Chloe at Benton Middle, and then we have Joseph, who is eight, and he is in first grade at Benton Elementary. Mm-hmm. And I have been teaching. This is my 24th year to teach. Wow. Most of the, yeah, most of the years I've been in kindergarten or pre-K. I did a half of a year in fourth grade ELA this year and prayed about it. And God actually moved me into um, a special ed position. And I am going back to school this summer to add on a special education certification to um, a different way of teaching. You know, it's still teaching, but it's a little different from what yeah. I've been used to. But I'm excited. I'm excited about about this new journey. So you're never too old to start a new journey. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's so exciting. I didn't know you were doing that. That's really, that's incredible. I am. I am. And it's all God. I really had thought about doing it and didn't do it. But then um, I have an amazing administration I work for and they approached me and told me just to pray about it and talk to my husband about it. And I did. And here we are. And here so we are. <laughs> going forward. Here we are. I'm going forward. I didn't think I would ever go back to school or pursue it, but God opened that door. So I thought, well, this is what I wanted. I didn't even have to ask him for it. So I'm going to take it. So uh-huh. that's how good that's, that's his goodness. Yeah. That's so. so cool. That's awesome. Well, and so that's, uh, that's the reason I actually wanted to have you on the podcast, you know, because you are a teacher and I know right now during this time, um, teachers are, 
from what I hear, this is just from what I hear, so you can tell me if this is true for you or not, um, kind of relearning everything because now y'all are having to go, you know, virtual, like you said, I mean, you're not sitting right in front of your students anymore, but, um, and also I've, I've just heard that teachers are feeling a little overwhelmed and, you know, just kind of like bogged down with, oh gosh, how, how are we going to navigate this? And so I've known you, how long have we known each other? It's been a couple years. Uh, I think three years. Yeah. yeah we, something, yeah, we something met like about that. three years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I, I've spent some time with you and I, and I know your heart and I know just how you lead your life. And so that's why I wanted specifically to talk to you. Um, because I know that you are packed full of faith. And so I just kind of wanted to hear from you and how you've navigated um, being a teacher during this whole quarantine COVID global shutdown. So what what has this been like for you and your students? Um, it's been really different for me compared to my, you know, my other colleagues, because I'm actually, you know, being in this bed profession, we um, don't normally have a homeroom or things like that. We just do you know, various students throughout the day. Um, but I've made sure to uh, stay in, in contact with my kids. Like, they have my personal phone number. Uh, I call them, check on them. I've added a Miss um, Hennessy's page on Facebook. So the parents are on there. So we can all have a visual hangout on Facebook. Zoom yeah. is pretty packed right now. So I just call and check on them periodically. And they... Um, sometimes they'll call, they just want to hang, you know, they just want to see what I've been doing, how I'm doing. Um, my, um, my kiddos are pretty special and whether I have them in my room right now, or if I'm just seeing them, I did teach, you know, fourth grade for the first part of the year. And I have some that I'm really, really connected to. And, um, I'm blessed that through North Point, I've been able to volunteer for the food service program. So I've been Mm -hmm. assigned to my homeschool. So I'm excited oh. that I still get to see my kids. So this is that's really helped me yeah. to be able to see them when they come through and get their lunches. And some of my kids couldn't make it, so I've been actually delivering some of the lunches to their home. So, oh, um, wow. But as far as doing it all virtually, it's been a little hectic uh, at first. I think that, um, of course, I don't know about all the other schools, but I know that mine, I mean, I work with some phenomenal people. And they have got in there and got Google Classrooms going and some virtual lessons and, you know, just pushing on through. We have great administration that's led us through step by step. So it's been hard, but it's it's unfortunately becoming the new norm. I was talking to Pastor Clarissa about, you know, I've decided that um, it's not just missing school. I'm homesick. You know, that's a place where we spent eight hours a day, if not more. There's lots of times on weekends that we were up there. um, We just miss that. We miss it. I miss it. And, you know, I miss my kids. And it's just, I miss the normalcy of it all. And, but it will come back, you know, maybe not completely like it was, but knowing that I'll get to see them again made it, you know, a little easier. Yeah. But I think we're all just doing the best we can with it. And Thank the Lord for technology. We used to gripe about it, and right. now this would not be possible without it. So, yeah, it's a good thing. Yeah, um, that's so sweet that you gave your kids your phone number and you call them and check on them. I do. I that's do. I, my, the last phone call I got it was about two fifty-five in the morning from one of my uh, oh my gosh <laughs> older boys, and I 
missed the phone call, but I called him the next day. I was like, don't do that. Miss Hannah is an old lady. You give me a heart attack when you call me at <laughs> 2.55 in the morning. He goes, I was just going to tell you I got to the next level on my game. I was like, well, that's great, but um, you could save that kind of stuff for the next day. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't need to know that. But that's how comfortable they yeah. are with me. And I didn't, you know, I'm not going to fuss at him because that just tells me, what I mean to him and well, he knows I yeah. love him and care about him that's what I was so, about to say yeah. like the fact that you're one of the people he thought of at three o'clock in the morning to tell right? that exciting news is like precious <laughs> I, I'm just I'm like dude that's great um nine o'clock tomorrow morning would have been better right tell me that but <laughs> that's, that's okay funny. it's just their accomplishments um yeah and you know and my faith has really really been strong and the thing about all this Corona and, you know, I've been careful with my own family, especially with Joe, um, who has asthma, but there's not honestly, and I've talked to, you know, my best friend, Sherry Weiss, there's not been a fear about this at all. And I know that's faith. There's, I really have not had a fear. There's just, um, the Lord put it on my heart, honestly, to, um, the, about the Passover, it was a couple of weeks before Easter, mm-hmm. and I really started thinking about that, and I started thinking about the blood on the doorpost, and um, Cherry and I were talking about it, and my other friend, Trish, that I also teach with, and I actually went and bought the three royal oils, and I anointed over our doorstep, over our doorpost mm-hmm. with the oil, and when I did that, and I prayed, and I anointed my children, and I'm telling you, there has been no fear over the virus. Now we wow. have used common sense. We, you know, wear a mask, clean our hands, but yeah, yeah. as far as having a fear over it, I have just pled the blood of Jesus and and just lived, you know, and, and we've respected authority, but but I just have hang you know, hung on to my faith and that's just where we're at with it. So Yeah. And that which is amazing and I I love that. I love the just not responding in fear because, you know, I, and, and I've said this on with several of my other interviews I've done, but, um, you know, just in the media, I just feel like it's just laced with fear and panic and, you know, the news and, and I, and, and I get it. I get it. It's the world operating like the world. I understand. But, um, and that's what I love. And that's, that's why I wanted to talk to you because, um, I know how you operate in your faith. And I just love that that was, fear was not your first response. It was actually, we're not going to respond in fear. Um, but how, so, so how have your kids, um, the ones that are home, are, have they, have y'all had any conversations? Like have, have they been fearful and kind of talked to you about that? Or have they kind of followed your lead in, in that? Well, they honestly, they have followed my lead. Um, and Alan has, you know, he had some time off work and he's been home with us for, for several several I, I guess he was home with us for about two weeks but no there's not really we don't really even talk about it we don't watch the news and we don't have it going and discuss it all the time obviously mm-hmm. joe's heard about it and he'll say uh he's heard his little cousin say it's corona time and i was like not in this house buddy he goes oh yeah we have jesus <laughs> so, <laughs> i'm like right we yeah we're no corona in here oh my gosh and, i love um, it <laughs> chloe Chloe's like it's static and it's like no school and I get to still see my cousins she's great she's a little disappointed that, that we didn't have the crossover because she's going to Benton High School next year but uh, she's pretty laid back she's okay mom no they and they've not been in fear at all and and I'm thankful wow. for that because I don't want them to be but 
we're all pretty open, you know, and Angel's in Fort Worth. Um, she's out there and she's, you know, she's working at a fast food restaurant. So we just want her to be safe, but no, she's, she's full of faith and she's pled the blood over her life and she's good. She just goes to work every day. And so amazing. And I think, I think that's a powerful example from just a parenting standpoint too, you know, that your kids are watching you and how you react and the fact that you and your husband made a choice not to react in fear and and your kids have followed suit and i think that's really cool and i think that's powerful yeah yeah thank you yeah Yeah. (laughs) um and and the thing is honestly you know and actually i was i'm this is just a 29th anniversary well birthday i've I've been a christian 29 years yesterday so happy um, birthday (laughs) thank you um i look back on you know how much i have grown and especially how much i've grown in the last a uh, year and a half just being under, you know, Pastor Philip and Pastor Destiny and just learning mm-hmm. so much more than I already knew. Um, I look back on it and think, how did, how did people do this without having Jesus? How do people do this without the guidance mm-hmm. of the Holy Spirit yeah. or sitting under phenomenal um, men and women of God? And, you know, I, I just don't know how... And then again, I do see how, because this is what the world has done. They've panicked. I mean, right. who would buy toilet paper for a respiratory <laughs> virus, right? I mean, <laughs> right. Obviously, we're not thinking clearly. Yes. <laughs> you know, Kleenex, maybe, but toilet paper? No. You right. know, and now all the women are buying up the hair dye. I'm like, ladies, it's okay. You don't have to buy all the hair dye. But <laughs> oh, <laughs> I mean, man. it just really, t- it just really shows you where their mind is based, which is it's unstable. But if you fix it on Christ, then you don't have to fear it. And you do, um, you just, you just continue to live kind of normal, you know, in our own household, we, we live normally, but we protect, we, you know, we protect ourselves, but we just move forward. And it's exactly what Pastor Phillips says. We just stay on mission. Yeah. And so everybody's like, why are you up there passing out the food at school? Because it's what Jesus would do. Right. It, it million percent it's what Jesus would do. He went where nobody else wanted to go, right? Yeah. Um he went to the you know, to the guy that had all the demons and all of them were like, Are you crazy? We don't want to go over there and he's like, This is what I'm called to do. Yeah. He went to all the sick people and he um didn't worry about his health or anything like that because he knew the father had him, so he just went and did and served and that's mm-hmm. kind of how I live my life, and that's just the way that we've taught our kids. Yeah, which is amazing. Oh, my gosh, I love that so much. And, yes, I agree with you just um, with, you know, the this we – and I told my high school small group this several weeks ago when right when all this hit. Um, and I said, hey, y'all are getting a front row seat. This is how the world responds. So which, right. which side are you going to choose, basically, you know? Um, right. Yeah, and – and I've had, I mean, I've had to remind myself of that too, you know, um, and it's just like we, but we as believers have the opportunity, um, to speak faith and to, you know, for people to say, why aren't you fearful? Why aren't you buying all the toilet paper, Kelly? Well, <laughs> it's like, well, it's just not necessary. <laughs> I mean, you know, but even speaking faith, um, and living it out in my classroom, obviously we, you know, I can't come right out and say these things about, uh, 
come right out and say, do you want to know who Jesus is? Right. But I know that to a lot of my kids, I'm the only Jesus that they'll see. Yeah. And, um, those hugs and those, um, I love yous and things like that. You know, this last year we've watched a group of kids who really struggled with some behavioral issues. And honestly, people were like, Oh my gosh, that's such a hard group. And now my friend Trish and I were like, those are the greatest kids. Yeah. They're not perfect, but we have watched them this year become some pretty incredible little people because we are showing them what love really is. Right. And I say that my friend Trish, because being at school, you know, I'm pretty outspoken anyway, but, um, my friend Trish, a lot of a lot of my teacher friends come to North Point, and I'm excited about that. That yeah. I've invited a few, but especially my friend Trish, who um, just kind of lived her whole life not knowing anything about Jesus, and I just really didn't want to push him down her throat. But I was thinking, gosh, there's so much in your life that could be better if you just knew him. And mm-hmm. um, she would be pretty neat to interview too to tell you about her her testimony. But she yeah. became a Christian last year, and she's very introverted or was, and now she is serving on the greet team. And she and I are at school, and God even worked it out to where we were teaching together. And I've watched her grow so much. Mm-hmm. And she used to be the teacher that all the kids didn't want to go to because they were terrified, and now. They love her so mm-hmm. much because she loves them. Yeah, that's amazing. Like Jesus would love them. So, you know, being a part of that's been pretty cool. But we live it out in front of our kids at school. I can't say, hey, Miss Hannah follows Jesus. Mm-hmm. I want them to be able to see it. And they do. I really think they do. Oh, absolutely. I, I think so, too. <clears throat> yeah. You know, and that's why I got the phone call at 2.55 in the morning. <laughs> exactly. And I get... Um, <laughs> Yeah, or if they come through just in the line to pick up their lunches because they knew I was going to be there that day. Yeah. So, um, it's you know, it's just important for me to love them with all I have. And I just think being a teacher is the best job in the world. So yeah. um, I'm thankful that he called me to do that, especially this new path, this new path working with special ed. And, um, and it's not always kids that have difficulties. I mean, special ed's kids who are extremely bright because gifted or talented music or mm-hmm. anything like that. But because we have our Joseph and he has dwarfism, it's given me a heart for children who do sometimes have disabilities and need a little yeah. extra time and a little extra help. Um, and so it's really neat how God has worked on my heart and made it even more soft for kids like that right Um, because I want I want to be that teacher that I want Joe to have you know um he needs a little extra help and and that's okay Mm -hmm. so I want to be able to do that for any kid that needs it but especially mine that I have oh that's amazing I love that um and I you know I'm I'm kind of I'm going back a little bit back to when we were talking about your faith. Um but what what during this time what has this done for your faith just for you personally? Well, it's it's increased it a lot because I know that I believe, you know, and I believe strongly that he's going to take care and protect our family, but I've had to lean into it even more because everything around me tells me not to. Right. Not to believe that everything around me tells me in the natural to be afraid, to be fearful, to not go here, to not touch this, be careful about this. But 
you know, my faith has grown and it's like, okay, I said, I trust him and I have to lean into that. So, um, just stay in active and listening, you know, to church on Sunday morning. I love that. I can hear it every night. If I want to get on there, I can listen at seven o'clock every night or, yeah. you know, still hanging with our middle school kids on Wednesday night. But a lot of it has given me a lot of time to, um, just pray and think and, um, just seek some direction when all this is over, like where I'm going to be going with my career and, um, you know, just how, how am I handling this? Am I doing this the way he would want me to do it? You Mm -hmm. know, you know what I'm saying? Um, uh, it's given me a lot of time just to, um, I love to talk to my girlfriends, but I love to talk to Sherry. I know everybody probably knows Sherry. She's pretty phenomenal. She's amazing. Um, and we usually have a daily talk, but at some point in that talk, we usually spend about 10 minutes talking about our longer, talking about our faith and the word and just building each other up. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, that's pretty much, that's pretty much how I've just stayed strong in it through this is just, um, you know, staying, staying online and listening to, um, the podcast or listening to, you know, the pastor and just make sure, make sure that I'm surrounding myself even virtually or on the phone with people of like faith. You know, I'm just, I don't, I'm not watching the news. I'm not listening to the gloom and the doom and this is all bad. And it is bad. I don't want to dare say, you know, Corona is not bad, right? right. you know, we're supposed to believe in the supernatural. And so that's, you know, that's just how I've grown. Yeah. And I think it's, I think it's really strengthened my faith because, you know, it's really all we have right now. Yeah, exactly. And so, so what do you think this is going to look like for the church just as a whole? when we come on the other side of this thing what like what what do you think it's going to do just for the the body of Christ and and the church I think it's opened up so many doors for our church I mean you know I was talking about the the other day about how um it talks about Jesus coming back and I had somebody mm-hmm. ask do you think it's going to be soon and I was like well I know yeah, obviously it's sooner but we know that before he comes back he says that he'll pour his spirit out on all all the nation and that everyone will have a chance to hear the gospel. Mm-hmm. And right now is the first time in history that all you have to do is click a button and you can hear the word. Yeah. It is so accessible right now. Like it's never been before. And I think that this, the church is, it has an even huge, a larger mission field than it did because it's already out there. So our job is just to keep reaching out even after this is over. Mm -hmm. And not some, you know, we really want to bring people in, but I think the goal now is just to stay going out. Yeah. Um, you know, it just, and it just kind of continue what we're doing. Yeah. Virtually it's, it's really different and we want to make sure that we're still connected, but it's just an opportunity to see the church go, you know, go and grow. It talks about the fields are white unto harvest. I mean, we, we have a chance to harvest the fields. We just really, it really do mm-hmm. um, because people are now looking, they want peace. They want answers. They want hope and we have it. Yeah. And um, even when this is going, you know, Corona's kind of going away, hopefully, or, or it's not as bad as it is now. We have an opportunity to, to be there like never before. Mm-hmm. So I think that um, I know that our church is, that's what we're doing even now, you know, uh, even now during the COVID-19. So afterwards, when we're all 
coming back together as a whole, I can only imagine what we can do now. Right. We'll be, or we'll be able to do because of how much we've grown in the process. Yeah. Ah, yes. That just, ooh, that fired me up. See, this is why I wanted to talk to you. Because <laughs> I knew, I knew you would have some fire to, to share. Yes, and I, I, I agree with you, and, and that's my prayer as well, is that um, obviously we come out of this stronger, um, but I'm, I'm very excited to see what the church will look like when we can all come back together and, you know, be in corporate worship together again. And, um, I think, I think the, the doors are just going to blow off the place. I'm so excited. I can't wait. I think so. Yeah. And I would say that's the one thing I have missed the most is the corporate worship. Yeah, me too. I I miss seeing your, your husband up there leading us in worship. And um, that has been, that's been the thing that I've missed the most. I can watch it at home, but listen, I don't sound good singing. (laughs) Only Jesus likes it. Um, But I do miss that. I do miss feeling, you know, when people of like faith are in one place and just feeling Mm -hmm. the presence of the Holy Spirit and, um, you know, and then being ready to hear that word. It's just different doing it at home. It's still great, but but it's even better when you're with your family. Yeah, I agree. I, I have missed, um, I've missed corporate worship the most as well. So, um, I mean, I know I have Philip here at home, but you know, he, right. You have your own concert. (laughs) We don't, we don't all get the privilege of that. (laughs) Um, you know, what's funny about, about him though, is he, if he's singing or, you know, playing music or anything, and I walk into the room, he typically stops. He doesn't like, even for me to, to be like, he, I guess, I don't know if it's just a musician brain. I don't know what it is, but, um, so sometimes I have to like sneak around the corner if I want to, when he doesn't know I'm there. (laughs) Um, now, now he'll, if I'm in the room, he'll just sit down on the piano or get on the guitar and just play. But if he's like worshiping, like if he's doing worship and, and I walk in, he'll, he'll stop. And I'm like, Oh no, I was worshiping too. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so sometimes I have to like, you know, sneak it a little bit so I can, I can hear, but yes, I, I do miss that corporate worship and I'm excited when, when we can all come back together, it's going to be great. Yes, it will be. So, well, um, thank you, Kelly. I, I so appreciate you taking time just out of your day oh, to, to chat and just give some encouragement. You, you always have a really great perspective and, um, for the years that I've known you, you have always encouraged me anytime we've been together. So um, oh, thank you. I just want to thank you for that. Just what you've done for me personally over the years. So, um, thanks for just sharing your heart and your wisdom. Well, thanks for asking and thanks for, um, having me on. Yeah, girl. So, All righty. Well, <laughs> I guess, uh, until next time then. <laughs> All right. Until next time I can hug your face. <laughs> Right, right. I miss your face. I know. I miss you too. All right, Kelly. We'll uh, we'll talk soon. Thank you. All right. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. Kelly, I think I echo thousands of others when I say thank you for all you're doing for our kiddos and students. Your heart is truly matchless. And hey, to all the educators out there, from preschool teacher to college professor, administration to faculty to bus drivers and everyone in the educational system, thank you. You are loved and appreciated. Y'all make sure you give your teacher friends some love in this week. Send them a goodie basket or an e-gift card to Starbucks or Target or something. Just let them know how much you appreciate them. They are amazing. Thanks for listening today, y'all. And until next time.